bulletin to fill out our Digital Connect card. You can also register your attendance by visiting phumc.com connect. And if you are a guest, our worship staff would love to meet you following the service to get to know you and give you a small gift. Kids are an important part of worshiping together as a family, so we have kids' worship packs available just for you. These packs have activities and lessons that are designed to follow along with the scripture and message of today's worship. For those in person, kids' worship packs are available from the ushers or at the welcome counter at the rear of the room. For those worshiping with us online, kids' worship packs are available at phumc.com kids. To help stay engaged in the daily life of the church, be sure to follow us on social media. Again, we are glad you chose to worship with us today. We hope you enjoy worship. Hey, good morning, friends. We're so grateful for your presence this morning. Let's go ahead and stand as we are able today, and we're going to sing together.
desperate for your presence this morning and we ask that your spirit overflows in this place we love you so much and we give you all the praise it's in your name we pray amen let's continue to sing this morning you are where my hope lives you are where I fix my eyes even in the dark I find your light Even when the storms fall Even when the rains come down You'll be my anchor My solid ground Give me the peace I need To find you in my least belief Give me the strength I need to sing I give it all to you, surrender all of me, I lay down my life cause in your name there's victory, I give it all to you, every breath I breathe, you are my desire so calm instead of fire in me, shadow fire giving life you are giving life to every dead and broken thing you are calling me to sing of your grace and when I lay my life down I will find my joy in you you are ever faithful and always true Give me the strength I need to 
singing with us. Go ahead, before you grab a seat, turn to those around you. Welcome them to church today. Good morning, everybody. It is such a joy to be with you in worship this morning. My name is Kathleen McMurray. I'm one of the pastors here and am so glad to see you. Those of you joining us in person, those of you joining with us online, we're so thankful that you are part of our faith family today um, as we come together and discern what it means to be community. Uh, that's what we're talking about today, what it means to be the community of God and the power that that has to change our lives. Now, we know that as we come into this time of community, that we come as many different parts of this whole we come in many different places in our faith journey, in many different points in our lives. We come with joys, we come with sorrows, we come with struggles, we come with griefs. And the good news as we come into worship today is that no matter where we are, God meets us there, exactly where we are. And we are welcome in this place exactly where we are. We want to be a congregation that seeks to support each other in these faith journeys wherever we are. And so we're going to enter into a time of prayer. You are invited, if you would like, to submit a prayer request to our church. You can do that by going to phumc.com prayer. You can also complete prayer cards that are found in, the back, found in the backs of the seat in front of you. And you can place them in the prayer box in the back of our worship space. But as we enter into this time of prayer, I'm going to open up this time by inviting us to take a deep breath. And then in this time of silence, you are invited to voice your prayers aloud, loudly or quietly, knowing that God hears us no matter what. And then I will lead us in a prayers for our community, and we will join together our communal voices in the Lord's Prayer. So knowing that we are welcome just as we are, knowing that God meets us in this place. Let's take a deep breath and bring before God and before one another the prayers that are on our hearts. God of grace, in the power of your gracious love, you created us. And in love, you sustain us day by day. And so, God, it is with confidence that we bring our prayers to you this morning, knowing that you receive us and you receive those prayers that we lift before you. God, we pray today for those who are experiencing loss, 
for the family of Sandra Gordy and for all those, God, who are grieving this day. Be with them in their grief and surround them with support and comfort and light and love for their journey ahead. We pray too for those who are sick, God, for Jack and June Myers, Tony Ellis, Joan Ellison, Bobby Dennis, Diane McGeorge, and for all who are suffering, whether physically, emotionally, or spiritually. May your presence surround and sustain each one that they may know your love and live in the power of your healing, even as it comes in ways we don't understand. God, we offer prayers for the world around us, for those who find themselves in bondage, for those who find themselves forced into slavery or oppressed by governments or economic systems, or those enslaved by personal addictions. God, we pray that you will send your freedom upon them and, and empower and enable people to rise up in that freedom. God, we pray for those who are struggling to raise their children. God, it's, it's a difficult time to, to be families in the midst of, of so much. We pray for those raising kids in the midst of violence or poverty, those who can only stand by and watch as their sons or daughters struggle with starvation or malnutrition or disease or struggle or are victims of violence. God, send your love and compassion and care of your people and of you, God, into those communities that are struggling with those things, into those families that are burdened by broken relationships, God. Finally, God, we pray for ourselves, for members of your body here on earth. We pray that you will break down the barriers that divide us from each other and grant us compassion and humility in the midst of our broken relationships. That you will unite us in our common allegiance to you as Lord and Savior, as members of one community, of one body doing your work. God, we do give you thanks for this community in which we can find purpose and passion. God, we give you thanks for being a part of this body and for all who find their place in your community. Today, we especially thank you for the baptism of Lane Anthony Brandstetter and for our new members, Karen Solards and Rick and Sandra Goforth, God, that, that people find a place in your community is a beautiful, beautiful thing. We pray that we can continue to always be a place where people find their place, where children and adults can learn your word together, and where we can be freed to use the gifts that you have given us, so that in us and through us, God, we may discover the power of your transformation. We pray all of this in the name of Jesus Christ, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
Can I just say what a joy it is to hear the voices of children in worship? That is such a joy. And today we are so thankful that we are celebrating children in worship, particularly today. We are celebrating the fact that we are giving Bibles to our third graders today. Um, so if there are any third graders that have received their Bibles this morning, um, we invite you to come forward. Do we have any of our third graders here yeah, yeah, we've got, we've got a couple third graders. Awesome, so glad that you guys are here. We're gonna pray for you guys this morning because this is such a special thing. Um, it is a tradition in the Methodist church that our third graders get Bibles from their church. And this is not my third grade Bible. My third grade Bible is falling apart um, because I have used it so much that it's hard to hold. Uh, so it's falling apart. But um, it is our hope that these Bibles that you guys have, you can learn, you can grow, you can read scripture with your parents. Our scripture for today is marked in your Bible so you can follow along. Um, yeah, it is marked right there. You guys can flip uh, to that, that post-it note. And when I read scripture later today, you can follow along and you can read it along with us. Um, our hope is that these Bibles can be uh, a tool that is used in really important ways. So I'm going to say a blessing and a, a prayer for you guys. And then we're going to invite our congregation uh, to welcome you guys with those Bibles as well. As you receive the word of God, we invite you to learn its stories and study its words. Its stories belong to us all. And those words, these words that are in here, they speak to us. They tell us who we are, and they tell us that we belong to each other, for we are the people of God. Friends, let us join together. We rejoice in this step in your journey with God, and we pray God will guide you, your family, and us as you use this holy Bible in your home, in worship, and in church ministries. We will learn together and grow in our love for God's word. Thanks be to God. Blessings, guys. Y'all can go back and sit with your grown-ups. What a joyous time it is in the church to be able to celebrate milestones of faith just like that, just receiving that third grade Bible. And that's only made possible because you give, because of your generosity. And this morning as we move into a time of offering and our ushers come forward, I want to remind you that we have a couple ways to give. You can give by the placing a gift in the baskets, or you can give by any of the ways on our screen today. Will you pray with me as we go into a time of offering together? Holy God, in this moment of offering, we offer our gifts to you and we offer ourselves to you. Lord, as we just sing, we don't want to hold back from you anymore. We want to be a church that is all in for you. And we just ask that the gifts that you receive today glorify you, glorify your kingdom. We're so grateful to be in your presence this morning. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Place 
As we prepare to receive God's word for us this day, I want to invite our third graders to turn in that in your Bibles where you've got that tab and pull up Romans chapter 12. And if we have grown-ups who have their Bibles, uh, either uh, paper Bibles or phone Bibles, you're welcome to follow along there as well. Um, in your Bibles or in the text on the screen as we read together from Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 8. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, 
to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good and pleasing and perfect will. Humble service in the body of Christ, for by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, these members do not all have the same function. So in Christ, we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy. If in accordance with your faith, if it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. May God add blessing to the reading, hearing, and understanding of this portion of God's holy word. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Y'all can grab a seat. And I invite you to turn with me to God in an attitude of prayer this morning. God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O oh Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. In a previous church where I worked, one of the most exciting and highly anticipated parts of every worship service was our message for young Christians, our children's time, as it was known. And as a pastor, it was a little bit unnerving um, each and every week, not knowing exactly what that was going to look like from our children's minister that would lead it every week. She would have amazing creative ideas on how to communicate the scripture for the day with our young people, but sometimes the activity or the illustration that she had planned went a little off the rails. On one Sunday, I remember going into that sanctuary where we had very new carpet. And as the children's time was coming up, I saw our children's minister lay out a big blue tarp on that brand new carpet in the sanctuary. And on top of the blue tarp, she laid out waterproof plastic. And we were all a little anxious seeing what was to come as she placed on top of that waterproof plastic a carton of eggs. And the youth minister who would assist our children's minister in some of these illustrations came in and stepped onto the blue tarp barefoot. And we looked down and we said, oh goodness, what is going to happen? She was seeking to make an illustration and to offer an illustration about the power of community. And she told the children, if you step on an egg, a single egg by itself, that's just too much pressure for that one poor egg and the egg will crack and break. However, if you have a whole carton of eggs and you step on top of it, 
the weight of your foot because it is evenly distributed over all of these eggs won't break the eggs. So that a single egg can break under that pressure, but if the eggs are all together, if you've got all this support around you, they won't crack under the pressure. However, the YouTube video that she had watched didn't exactly turn out the same way when it happened in the sanctuary. And as our youth director goes to step on that carton of eggs, you hear a loud crack as he sinks down, yolk going everywhere on the thankfully waterproof visqueen on the new carpet of the sanctuary. In the second service, knowing that this did not work the way it did on YouTube, our children's minister got two of our very large, uh, strong gentlemen in the sanctuary to hold up and support our youth minister on this go-round as he went to walk over the cartons of eggs so that his weight was on them and not so much on the eggs. And it turned out to still be a beautiful illustration of what support can mean and can do for us. Whether community prevents us from being crushed under pressures that sometimes seem to be so hard that they can break us, or whether community is those that lift us up when it seems like we are struggling to tread water or not break eggs. Community is a powerful, powerful thing. And when we discover that we are part of this whole that God has for us, I believe we can find wholeness. I believe that in community, God transforms us. That's what our scripture lesson talks about today, this transformation of people. Last week, we talked about in the letter, the first letter of Peter, these instructions that are given for us to be built into a spiritual house, to be built into the people of God that represent Christ for the world. How in community, we can find purpose. Paul says a similar thing in our scripture lesson for this week from the book of Romans. Writing to an audience of newer Christians who were struggling to figure out what it meant to be this community. Writing to this group of Christians who, when they did live out their communal vows, would get side-eye from some of the people living nearby. He was trying to emphasize and to remind them of the powerful things that happen when we come together as the people of God. When we can find our place as part of the whole and the power that that has to transform our lives, but to also transform the world around us. For those early Christians, they were living in a world where there were lots of other religions around them. There were lots of other things going on around them. People were living under the 
empire of Rome that came with a lot of struggles. And as these Christians sought to live into this different way of being, as they sought to live into this new identity as a community, as they called themselves brothers and sisters, they would get the side eye from the people around them. They'd be like, what are these guys doing? These guys that are, they, they have this, this bond, but they're not bound by blood. They have this protection for each other and this allegiance, but they're not bound by familial lineage. What is it about these people that makes them so different? that makes this identity that they have as a community so strong and so important. Paul tells the Romans that you are all members of one body. You are part of this whole. And as members of the body, each of you have important parts to play. He uses an illustration of the body talking about the different members, like our hands or our noses or our faces or our feet. And all of these different members of our bodies have different roles to play in enabling us to live and to be and to exist. We are part of a whole, just as our, the members of our body are parts of our whole. And as parts of that whole, as members of this body of Christ, Paul says, we find transformation. That's what he said in our scripture for today. As Paul urges us not to conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And when Paul gives those instructions, he is giving them the, the word you and your when he gives these instructions are not instructions given to individual you or yours. It's like he's saying y'all, <laughs> right? Do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of y'all's mind. <laughs> it's a y'all. We're in community. We are to be transformed together as part of this whole. And as we are, as we find ourselves as part of this whole, as we use our gifts for the betterment of this whole body, of this community, amazing things can happen. We discover amazing things. After our scripture lesson for today, Paul continues to talk about the power of the community. And so I want to, to look at a few of the things that he says we find in that community. He says in verse 10 that we are to be devoted to one another in love and to honor one another above ourselves. We find devotion, right? We find allegiance with other people. Even though we are not bound by blood in the community of God, we find 
our folks. <laughs> we find the people that are gonna go to bat with us, that honor us, that love us, that care for us. Verse 12 says that in this community, we are to be joyful in hope and patient in affliction and faithful in prayer, to share with the Lord's people who are in need and practice hospitality. In other words, in this community of God, when all of the world seems to be swarming around us, when we are struggling in a community, we can find hope. We can find energies to go on. We can be empowered as the people of God to move forward when it seems like we are stuck or it seems like we're eggs that are crunching under the feet of the world around us. And we can all find a place to belong when it feels like we are isolated, right? Show hospitality, the scripture says. There is a place for all of us and our baggage and our struggles in this place of community. And with our struggles, with our baggage, in verse 15, Paul says, in a community we rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. Our celebrations are not our own. They are magnified because we're able to share them with people. And in our grief, we're able to share that with people because these are our people. <laughs> That's what we find. And I don't know about you, but over the past couple of years as the pandemic rocked our world, we realized, I think more than we ever had before, the importance of community. The need that we have to truly have our people around us. Isolation and loneliness are not healthy. We need those people to rejoice with us, to mourn with us, to grieve with us, to love us, to have our back. Verse 18, Paul says, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. This community is to be a safe haven. It is to be a place where even though we disagree, even though we might not always be completely at peace, that we can deal with our conflicts and our differences in ways that are constructive, in ways that build up this community. This is to be a safe haven from the chaos and the violence and the hurt of the world. It is a place where we can find wholeness when we are part of this whole so that, in verse 21, Paul says, we can not be overcome by evil, but that we can overcome evil with good. This community, this sharing of our gifts, this finding our part of the whole, is so that in the midst of this world, we can find wholeness and we can be transformed as a community so that the world can also be transformed. This community thing makes a difference. It makes a difference and I have seen this powerful difference that it makes.
In a previous church I served, one evening we were having a free meal and a woman showed up to the meal, a single mom with a new baby. She was just looking for some people. (laughs) She was looking for some grown-up conversation, but she also was looking for some help. She says, I have just been struggling to have this baby nurse. I've been having to buy formula, but then I've been told all of these different things about nursing, and she said, I am just beyond tired and frustrated, and I feel guilty all the time, and I feel like I'm a bad mom, and I just don't know what to do, and I need some support, and I need some people, and so she came to the church. And there at that meal that night, there was one of our members who was a midwife and who dealt with lactation, and she went and met with the mom and was able to be there for her, to tell her that that the challenges that she was experiencing were normal. She was able to hold that baby for a little while and give the mom some peace and adult conversation and to help her in this nursing process. And another church that I served, we had a young father who had a leg that had gotten so infected that over the time as they continued to try and figure out what was going on, it got so bad that they thought they would have to amputate his leg. As he was headed into this surgery that could change and transform his life and the life of his family in drastic ways, he and his wife and their five children were so, so scared. But one of our church members was a nurse, a surgical nurse at the hospital where he was having his surgery done and said, I'm going to be in there with you and prayed with the family beforehand and said, I'm going to be there. You're not going to be alone in this. I'm going to make sure that you don't walk through this scary thing alone. And while that surgery was still scary, that terror, that burden, that struggle was lightened because they were part of this whole, part of this community that made things better. And another church that I served, there was a woman who showed up on Sunday morning looking incredibly disheveled. And she came into this place so hesitant, hesitant to to find a seat, hesitant if she even belonged among all of the people that were so dressed up on Sunday morning. And one of our church members who had the biggest smile and the strongest Jamaican accent And the biggest personality came and said, now you can sit by yourself if you want, ma'am, but you can also come sit by me. Inviting her in, changing her life by making it very apparent that she was part of this whole as well. When we recognize that we are part of the whole, I believe we are made whole. When we can discover and claim our stories and our gifts and our purposes and our experiences have a place in God's kingdom, and when we can use those gifts for God's purposes as part of this community, 
Our community can grow and can flourish in ways that we cannot even imagine. We can rejoice with others that rejoice and mourn with others that mourn. We can offer hospitality and care. We can find hope and sustenance in prayer and in scripture reading and in being together and knowing that we are not alone. That has the power to transform not only our lives, but the life of the world. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. God, I pray that wherever the people who are gathered here today are in their faith journeys, that you can remind them that they are part of your whole, that they have gifts and graces and stories to share. Enable and empower us, God, to live out our calling as part of this whole, that together we can be made whole, Together we can be transformed and we can transform your world that is hungry for this kind of renewal, for this kind of meaning, hungry to be made whole in you. In Christ's name we pray. At the end of every service of worship, we invite those who are interested in becoming part of our whole community to receive, be received into the life of our church by membership vows. Now, we know that as a church, we don't always get things right, but we do our best to seek to live into this calling to be the people of God that are this community, this body of Christ, offering hospitality and transformation and celebration and care for the hurting world. And so if you would like to be a part of that, as we sing this last song, if you're in person, you're invited to come forward. I'll be over here. would love to give you our membership vows. And if you're joining with us online, you can make a notation at phumc.com connect or call our church office and we would love to welcome you into our Connect campus and our congregation as well. So let's join in singing our closing song together as we stand as we are able.
Today, it is my hope and my prayer as you go into the world that you will know God's breath is in your lungs, know that God's love goes with you wherever you go, that you are part of the whole of God's creation, um, and that you will share the love of God with all you meet so that those who yearn to be part of a whole, yearn for love, yearn for connection, can find in you and in God a generous and precious friend. So go in peace, have a great week, and tell someone about Pulaski Heights United Methodist Church.